It's Thursday, November 10, 2022. Definitely not a Republican wave, that's for darn sure. Missing red wave in 2022 midterms is good news for the climate. Skyrocketing levels of climate warming methane, plus... Don't be fooled. Prop 30 is being advertised as a climate initiative. Mixed results for environmental ballot propositions. All of those results and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Newsom's ultimate victory is likely to be a landslide, which, since this is California, will be followed by an earthquake and a wildfire. (laughs) True story. This is your... Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I'm happy to hear that the midterm elections were not a disaster for the climate. Mm Mm-hmm. But speaking of disasters, Florida is once again in trouble. Yes, a rare November hurricane. Hurricane Nicole made landfall on Florida's east coast overnight Wednesday as a Category 1. Fueled by record warm ocean waters, the sprawling, slow-moving storm has brought significant rain and flooding to storm-weary parts of Florida, still damaged by deadly Hurricane Ian a month ago. President Biden has approved emergency disaster relief for the state. The National The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration warns in a new report this week that levels of powerful climate warming methane continue to rocket up at record rates, with concentrations now more than 160 percent of pre-industrial levels. A new report by the International Energy Agency reveals that globally, methane pollution from the fossil fuel industry is 70 percent higher than countries are officially reporting. The global methane tracker also found that the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency is seriously underestimating the oil and gas industry's methane pollution by as much as 70 percent. What's worse, carbon or methane? They're both really bad, but methane is a more powerful climate-warming pollutant than carbon dioxide over a shorter time period, like 20 years. Whereas carbon stays in the atmosphere for... For like hundreds of years. Got it. Now on to the critical 2022 midterm elections. As we go to air, we still don't know who will control the U.S. House or Senate next year, with several close races not yet decided. But the corporate media's conventional wisdom of a Republican red wave did not materialize. Shocking. Some notable climate-related results. Republican climate science denier Senator Ron Johnson won re-election in Wisconsin. Pennsylvania's Democratic Lieutenant Governor and climate hawk John Fetterman soundly defeated Trump-endorsed TV doctor Mehmet Oz. In the U.S. House, despite heavy gerrymandering in Republican-controlled states, voters in Ohio flipped a seat held by longtime Republican climate science denier Representative Steve Shabbat, giving it to Democrat Greg Landsman. North Carolina rejected a science-denying Republican to elect Democratic climate hawk Wiley Nickel. North Carolina did that? Yep. And in Illinois, Democrat Eric Sorensen will be the first meteorologist in Congress in 50 years. Really? 
Climate hawks also won top state offices in major wins for climate and clean energy. Massachusetts Attorney General Maura Healey, who is suing big oil to pay for climate damages, was elected Massachusetts' first female governor. So I presume that whoever the new AG is will continue that lawsuit? Presumably, yes. Maryland elected climate hawk Wes Moore as its first black governor, defeating Republican climate denier Dan Cox, who was labeled one of the worst environmental candidates in the nation Mm. by the League of Conservation Voters. And he lost. He lost big time. In remarks on Wednesday, President Biden thanked young voters for tipping the scales with record turnout across the country in state and federal races. And he warned Republicans, I'm not going to walk away from the historic commitments we just made to take on the climate crisis. They're not compromisable issues to me. And I won't let it happen. Nice. Climate advocacy groups heralded the enormous organizing effort to mobilize young voters. Nonprofit climate group Evergreen Action said that actually delivering on bold, concrete climate investments like the Inflation Reduction Act are an electoral winner. Quote, just months after passing historic climate legislation, Democrats across the country have defied historic trends and achieved one of the best midterms for a sitting president's party in recent memory. And finally, results from statewide climate and environment ballot initiatives were mixed. Voters in California appear to have rejected a proposition that would have raised taxes on millionaires to fund the transition to electric vehicles after Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom labeled it a Trojan horse giveaway to a rideshare company. Florida voters rejected a tax break for property owners that hardened their properties against flooding and rising sea levels. However, New Yorkers approved a $4 billion state bond measure to upgrade the state's infrastructure against climate impacts and rising seas. Nice. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. (laughs) 